Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. My name is Jess Romero, one man car. It's, uh, it's incredible what's happening in our country when you have bad leaders. Bad leaders, immoral leaders give us immoral laws. What am I talking about? I'm talking about uh, <clears throat> unelected President Biden. He's pardoning all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. But it gets, <laughs> it gets a lot deeper than that. I'm going to get into what's happening in California as a result of the legalization of marijuana, medical and recreational. But uh, unelected President Joe Biden announced Thursday that he was pardoning all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession, saying no one should be in jail just for using or possessing marijuana. The president also called for governors to follow his lead and pardon simple state marijuana possession. And he asked for a review on how marijuana is classified under federal law, arguing it makes no sense that the drug is on the same legal level as heroin. As federal and state regulations change, we will still need important limitations on trafficking, marketing, and underage sales of marijuana, Biden added. The announcement comes less than a month before the midterms and would affect thousands of federal offenders, uh, as reported by CNN, the Communist News Network. Uh, the president, the unelected presidential pardon, would extend to offenders who were U.S. citizens and lawful permanent citizen residents at the time, not unlawful immigrants, according to the White House memo. So this is Biden is trying to increase his uh, <clears throat> his voting base <laughs> right before the midterms. That's what he's trying to do. In 2019, Biden said he wanted more investigation into whether marijuana was a gateway drug. Doctors across the board have said it is, Biden. But according to Vice President Kamala Harris, um, in April of 2021, Harris said the administration hadn't yet taken on the issue of decriminalizing marijuana. Harris said, honestly, right now, Vice President Harris said in between her cackling, she said, right now, We've been focused on getting people food, helping them stay in their apartments or in their homes, getting kids back to school, getting shots in, into arms. Harris said that has been all consuming. And uh, on related news, unelected President Joe Biden supports federal decriminalization of marijuana and legalization of medical use, according to the former White House spokesman. Uh, Jen Psaki. So, who's taking the brunt of this? Of all the 50 states, what state has taken the brunt of all this uh, legalization of marijuana, recreational and medicinal? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you. It's California. California has been hit hard as a result of all these liberal laws that have been enacted by the Democrats. And by the way, who's supplying the money for all, all this legislation? 
Who is? It's George Soros. He's behind the legalization of marijuana. Why? Because he's a social engineer. The man just spends all day and all night seeing how he can destroy a country. That's why. And uh, too many people just uh, are sheeple. They don't think. They just, uh, they're just, they just go along for the ride, as they say. And uh, they don't really pay attention to what's, to what's happen- happening out there in the world that affects your family, that affects your kids, affects our states, affects our communities. So let's look at, let's do a deep dive into California. In California, you have violent Mexican drug cartels that have turned Northern California into the wild, wild west. So there's marijuana wars in Northern California. Mexican drug cartels are muscling in on America's burgeoning multi-billion dollar marijuana industry. The cartels are illegally growing large crops in the hills and the valleys of Northern California. And the state legalized marijuana in 2016 for recreational use. Yet the black market continues to thrive with thousands of illegals growing marijuana in Northern California. You got criminal syndicates, the Mexican cartel, in turn, they're cashing in in across the U.S., on the green gold rush. That's what they're calling it. The Mexican cartels are undercutting prices of legalized products offered by permitted farmers who follow the rules and pay taxes. And the Mexican cartels in Northern California, they're exploiting workers, robbing, and shooting adversaries, just killing their opponents. Well, the cartels are lured by what? Lured by greed, lured by America's push towards legalized cannabis, Cartels have abandoned many decades old marijuana farms in Mexico. They just dumped them. And now they're moving their operations to Northern California where they can blend in seamlessly alongside legitimate growers. So uh, why try to bring that bulk marijuana into the U.S. from Mexico when you can just grow it in the United States in remote locations like Mendocino County and then move it across the country? Yeah, Mendocino County's taken a hit by the cartels. Major cartels, including the top powerhouses, the Sinaloa Cartel and Cartel Jalisco, Nueva Generación. They also continue trafficking billions of dollars, not only of marijuana, but of heroin, meth, and opioids into the U.S. and countries worldwide. They're flooding the streets. The Mexican cartels are flooding the streets with fentanyl, often pressed into pills, to mimic prescription medicine, fueling skyrocketing overdoses that killed more than 100,000 people during the pandemic. And the cartels and their drugs also have infiltrated, guess what? The state of Kentucky. In Kentucky, can you believe it? Overdose deaths rose 49% in 2020, killing nearly 2,000 people, thanks to the Mexican cartels. And the Democrats think that we don't need a border fence, right? We need we need the Great China Wall between the U.S. and Mexico, and we need people up there with uh, with bow and arrows, like in like in Old Testament Jerusalem. 
But going back to the way California is getting ravaged, Americans' growing embrace of marijuana has given the cartels an avenue to expand their reach, employing the same vicious tactics they used to push out competitors in the illicit opiate trade. In other words, the Mexican cartels, they're just killing their opponents in Northern California. The Americans in Northern California, the people that are here legally, that are saying, hey, I'm going to follow the law and I'm going to grow, I'm going to grow marijuana in my field and pay my taxes. They're just getting killed, literally killed, by the Mexican cartels who are buying hundreds of acres right next to them and they're not abiding by any rules. John Hayshek, a member of the Mendocino County Board of Supervisors, said the county has issued about 1,100 permits for cannabis cultivation. Mendocino County Sheriff Matt Kendall told the Courier-Journal there are as many as 10,000 illegal growers in his jurisdiction. So they've only issued about 1,000 permits, yet there's 10,000 people growing marijuana in in Mendocino County. Mendocino County is about a two-hour drive north of San Francisco. And, uh, and of course, the sheriff, Matt Kendall, tries to target the worst 100, which is all his small force can handle in a year. Sheriff Kendall said, I'm fighting a dragon with a needle. Why? Because it's simple. Marijuana growers far outnumber the police. They've given him an impossible task. In Mendocino County, guess what? They have just 21 deputies patrolling a jurisdiction that stretches over 3,506 square miles from Oceanside Cliffs on its western border to the Mendocino National Forest on the east. The area that these 21 deputies patrol is double the geographic footprint of Los Angeles County, Atlanta, Houston, New Orleans, Chicago, and Denver combined. Or the cities, those cities. So because of the twisty terrain, it can take sheriff's deputies up to an hour to reach the site of an emergency or crime. California Assemblyman Tom Lackey, Republican from Palmdale, and he's a former highway patrolman, he says this, We have international cartels successfully operating here, setting up multi-million dollar farm operations. And the sheriff of Mendocino County, who uh, Matt Kendall, who's just overwhelmed. The sheriff said he doesn't have enough deputies to serve a search warrant amid increasing violence. On a second property that Gamble owns, detectives found the victims. Christopher Wayne Gamble, he's uh, he's been dealing... uh, He's, a, he's allegedly an operated large illegal crops near the town of Willits in central Mendocino County. Well, he's being charged, Wayne Gamble, I mean Christopher Wayne Gamble, is being charged with murdering a 17-year-old boy and his father who came from Mexico seeking work, according to Mendocino County Superior Court records. And on a second property, ah, I hear the music. Jesus 911. I'm going to talk about uh, how horrible the drug problem is in the great state of California and the way it's uh, turning California into a third world country, to banana republic. We'll be right back. Jesus 911. Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, the month of October is the month of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. Our Lady of the Holy Rosary, pray for us. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. Today's also the feast day of St. John the 23rd. Pray for us. Talking about the uh, the Mexican cartels and the mess. I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. The Mexican cartels, they should all be executed. They should send the army, they should send the military against the Mexican cartels and wipe them out. Here's something else that the Mexican cartels are operating they're operating, operating human sex trafficking, which is also a an $150 billion industry around the world. But uh, the Mexican cartels seem to be leading that industry as well, human sex trafficking. And also, in the last 30 years, the Mexican cartels have killed 58 Catholic priests. Mexico is the most dangerous country in the world for a Catholic priest. More Catholic priests get killed in Mexico than in any other country in the world. But let's go back to what the cartels are doing over here in California. The way they're just uh, taking advantage of California's liberal laws and they've stepped into the whole marijuana industry and they're wreaking havoc. They're just they're just murdering their opponents. Again, Sheriff Matt Kendall said he doesn't have enough deputies to safely serve a search warrant amid increasing violence by the Mexican cartels in Northern California and Mendocino County. A glimpse at what the sheriff is dealing with. Here's Exhibit A. Christopher Wayne Gamble, who allegedly <clears throat> operated large illegal crops near the town of Willits in central Mendocino County, is charged with murdering a 17-year-old boy and his father who came from Mexico seeking work, according to Mendocino County Superior Court records. On a second property Gamble owns, detectives found the victim's headless body in April in a ditch under a pile of that had been set on fire. Uh, the sheriff said, this is the punishment that the Mexican cartels, this, this is what they do. It's a punishment to the person who stepped out of line. And it's a message to the next person, don't step out of line. All according to the sheriff in court records, uh, <clears throat> all of these murders are linked to illegal cannabis growers. Sheriff Kendall said, we're a very short amount of time away from having heads in the square like they do it like they do down in Mexico. And uh <clears throat> obviously every year backpackers from the US and beyond seek adventure and farm work, boarding houses bound for the Emerald Triangle in Mendocino County. They join men and women who travel from Mexico looking to make money and send back to their families. Guess what? Some never make it home. Mike Senna Director of Northern California's High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Task Force says it's the wild, wild west out here. We've got people in gunfights on a regular basis over marijuana. And the number of missing people is insane, especially in the Emerald Triangle. He says, quote, during growth season, people call the sheriff's office up there looking for loved ones who may never be found. The Courier-Journal spent a week in the Valley of Covello and throughout Mendocino County touring cattle ranches, permitted marijuana farms and licensed dispensary and talking with conservationists, lawmakers, teachers, police and fire officials and tribal members. All agreed 
that crime and related problems have only worsened with the legalization of marijuana in California. In fact, the Courier-Journal, this newspaper, found that first bullet, illegal growers are using dangerous chemicals from Mexico that poison animals and contaminate soil. Second bullet, armed criminal networks set up illegal grows on federal land in national forests. Third bullet, illegal cannabis, marijuana used to make, uh, make a nearly pure form of THC, is linked to explosions that have burned children and killed adults. Fourth bullet, some veteran lawmen increasingly approve of legalizing uh, marijuana federally as a way to cripple the black market. Cartels encroach on illegal growers in Northern California, bringing violence and other woes to their competition. Farmers, ranchers, and others in Northern California's Mendocino County are impacted by the rogue growers, including Mexican cartel associates. And... Though more than 30 states legalize marijuana for medicinal use and 18, uh, adult, and 18 states allow adult recreational use thanks to George Soros' money and the liberal Democrats' legislation who likes his money, marijuana remains a Schedule One drug in the U.S., making it illegally by federal law. And marijuana classification as an illegal drug means farmers and dispensaries in California are barred from exporting it to other states. Adult tourists can legally buy marijuana joints, edibles, and other cannabis products, but they can't carry them over state lines. That hands organized criminals a ready-made customer base. They move their cannabis by train, plane, and car to states where it's not where it's not legal. Investigators say even some California residents buy it illegally because it's cheaper. <laughs> wow. God help us. John Burke's Mendocino County's Code Enforcement Supervisor said he uses flyover photography and Google Earth satellite imagery to hunt for illegal crops. Sometimes hidden among the tree canopy, he estimates the county's known illegal grows covers roughly 300 acres. His department, as a county Mendocino County Code Enforcement, also receives tips about questionable crops and greenhouses from neighbors logging about 600 complaints this year as of mid-November, double the complaints from the year before. <clears throat> he, uh, the whole process basically has failed. Let's just be honest. The whole process has failed. Customers who buy from local, from licensed dis- marijuana dispensaries know the product has been tested to be free of dangerous chemicals and to reflect the ingredients and potency listed on the label. I don't trust that for a second, but that's what the article says. I don't think they're, I don't think they're, uh, the dispensaries uh, are, are the marijuana that they're putting out is not dangerous. I, I disagree with that, but that's what this article says. The trade-off is that they have to pay cannabis consumption and dispensary taxes. California's Department of Cannabis Control has been instructed to facilitate the permitting process. There are more than 8,400 cultivation licensees scattered across the state, according to department data. But each county has the option to ban cannabis. Currently, 68% of local jurisdictions in California ban cannabis retail, according to the department, and 62% ban all cannabis activity. That's good news. 
Local jurisdictions also can establish additional requirements and taxes, which Mendocino officials have done. Customers at Compassionate Heart Dispensary in Ukiah, the county seat of Mendocino, can buy a variety of cannabis products from vape pens and pre-rolls to edibles and balms. Chitania, whose product is sold in 15 dispensaries, estimates that more than 100 area growers near his North North Mendocino County farm aren't permitted, and they're kind of looking at us like we're stupid. Farmers once fetched up to 4000 per pound, but saturated market across the state has driven down prices to 400 or less. Illegal sellers can ship it to get triple the price on the East Coast, uh, the sheriff said. The whole process has failed, said Katie Delbar, a sixth-generation rancher in Mendocino County. It has failed the girls who are trying to do it right, and it's failed the community. Of course, the cartels are coming in, setting up their own shop, killing their opposition, and selling it for much, much, much cheaper. Katie Delbar, a sixth-generation rancher in Mendocino County, she says the whole process has failed. It's failed the growers who are trying to do it right, and it's failed the community. Delbar, whose family runs a cattle ranch in the, in the town of Potter Valley, is concerned about growing violence, piles of garbage left beside streams, abandoned greenhouses called hoop houses left to deteriorate after the growers leave. Yep, uh, that's not good for anybody. That's, that's, uh, that's a, a blight on the community. Katie Dolbar said, the sixth generation rancher in Mendocino County says, there's not enough policemen, sheriff, code enforcement agents to make sure that the people who are growing are permitted. She said this during a ride on a four-wheel to check on her herd. Katie Dolbar <clears throat> said a realtor and two men came to her farming community and offered residents 400000 to 500000 cash up front to lease property for one year, promising $1 million or more at the end of 12 months. However, the agreement required property owners to stay off their land for an entire year. Okay, obviously, this is the cartels that are, that are moving in. Brenting, buying, leasing, whatever they can do. Any ponds, any waste, and, and environmental damage is the owner's responsibility, she said. Katie Delbar and Dan Moore feed a calf on a family's farm in, in Potter Valley. And Delbar says neighbors used to know each other before marijuana before the marijuana industry popped up nearby. People knew each other. <laughs> Near her family's Potter Valley Ranch, Dave Nahara, a former U.S. Marine, co-owns the cannabis business on land that was once a vineyard. We were doing it before it was legal, said Nahara, who taught at the plant's potential benefits for anyone with post-traumatic stress disorder. His business licensed as Mendo Select legally operates 10 greenhouses. There are a lot more guidelines, a lot more hoops to jump through, but you sleep better at night, he said. It's nice to know that you aren't going to lose your freedom. Nehera said the government fees and taxes are, are a bigger threat to his business than the illegal growers. They're going to most likely cripple the small farmers, he said. Iker Munoz shows a licensed grow operation. Uh, <clears throat> there are 10 greenhouses on the property of Dave Nehera, a former U.S. Marine said that he was drawn, drawn to the plant's medical properties and treating PS, PTSD and now co-owns a cannabis business in Potter Valley on, on the land that used to be a vineyard. He said, we are doing it before it was legal, he said. There aren't too many small farmers left in Covallo, a town of modest homes in northern Mendocino that has become a marijuana hot spot. 
the uh, <clears throat> Covello is accessible by a narrow road that snakes up for, for several miles overlooking a drop-off. Growers, marijuana growers tucked away in these hills have a bird's eye view and patrol cars or strangers uh, are coming their way. So it's a perfect place to hide from law enforcement. And first of all, there's not even law enforcement. You've got 21 cops for that entire area. which That's a joke. That's an absolute joke. Adult residents and tourists can legally buy cannabis from authorized dispensaries in California and other states where recreational use is legal. In California, you must be 21 or older for recreational use and age, age 18 or older with a physician's recommendation for medicinal use. But be prepared to show identification and pay in cash since it is illegal federally. Federally regulated banks can't authorize credit card purchases. So this is all cash. It's advisable to check the laws and regulations in the city that you plan to visit ahead of time. The California Department of Cannabis Control's website offers a detailed list of what's allowed and what is prohibited. So we'll be right back. Jesus 911 talking about marijuana in California and the Mexican cartels. <laughs> the losing combination. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol Jesus 911 talking about the havoc that marijuana is causing California. The sheriff of Mendocino County, he's a sixth generation uh, city of Cavallo native with a daughter who's half Native American and has relatives on the reservation. During a recent drive through the town, the sheriff donned a cowboy hat and drove an unmarked white pickup. And and uh, and as he was driving and and uh, pointing things out, he was showing out. He was showing pointing out signs that the town he loves is under siege. He drove by illegal growers, their properties, and on and on and off the reservation hidden behind fences six feet or taller and guarded with security cameras, pet bulls, and other dogs, some posted multiple signs cautioning, keep out. A lot of these, in a lot of these uh, marijuana places, you'll have, they've turned, them, they've turned them, once they abandon them, they've turned them into dump sites, abandoned cars, piles of trash. Uh, and the, the sheriff says that the once small, friendly town of Covello is now marred by several tall fences protecting marijuana crops with security cameras and barking watchdogs. He also says that real estate listings seek, seeking up to $3 million fill a billboard in Covello that, that some include photos of marijuana greenhouses. So a lot of the locals want to, want to sell and get out. The center of, a, of, the, of the town of Cavallo is a small strip that includes a gas station, a clothing boutique, a grocery store, and several other businesses. Flyers on a billboard advertise several properties for sale, including ones listed for $1 to $3 million. The, sheriff's, the sheriff said he's concerned about buyers who pay double the land's value in King cash. Who's doing that? The cartels. The Mexican cartels are buying the property for more than what it costs, and they're buying it in cash. Heck, a decade ago, in that area, 
<clears throat> 20 acres with a house and a barn would have sold for $200,000 or less now can fetch more than a million dollars. Almost everybody that grows dope up here is from San Jose, Sheriff Kendall said. That's the hub where some Mexican cartels position their regional supervisors. And after doing some flyovers, sheriff investigators estimate there are a million pot plants on the valley floor, an area about 7 by 8 miles. That's less than 2% of the county's land mass. Again, thanks to the Mexican cartels. Yeah, without a doubt, the Mexican cartels are moving in on California's shadow marijuana industry. They've seen a soft target. The sheriff estimates that 95% are illegal. If tribal officials ask him to shut one down on their portion of the valley floor, his deputy's going with the tractor and machetes. Ronnie Hustler, 79, of the Namlaki tribes, said he doesn't approve of cannabis, but other tribal members support it. He sits on the front porch of his small home watching his neighbors grazing cattle and avoiding the back of his house and the view of migrant workers farming marijuana. Ronnie Hostler, 79 years old, said he was offered a $5,000 cash down payment and promised 10000 at the end of, of growth season to allow greenhouses in his front yard. He declined. The valley is known as nature's hideaway carved into a town sign. It's not that anymore, Ronnie Hostler said. The beauty's gone. Over time, several tribe members sold their land or leased it. Now the reservation resembles a checkerboard. With about half the reservations consi- consisting of non-Native Americans, said Joe Merrifield, a member of, <clears throat> of the tribal council. This ain't Mexico, but it's happening here. It's alarming our elders, said uh, <clears throat> Joel Merrifield, councilman for the Round Valley Indian Tribes. They don't feel safe here anymore in Mendocino County. Joel Merrifield, who's in recovery, works with youths at the Round Hall Indian uh, at the at the Round Valley Indian Health Center, said he believes marijuana should be used only medicinally, such as pain relief of cancer. He said he smoked marijuana years ago and it was his gateway to other drugs. So maybe he should talk to Joe Biden, because Joe Biden wants an investigation to see if marijuana is a gateway to other drugs. Maybe uh, Joel Merrifield Councilman for the Round Valley Indian Tribes can talk to an elected president, Joe Biden. Joe Merrillfield said, it's being, a, it's being abused, marijuana in the reservations. He said, while standing in front of the center with, within view of the marijuana growing across the street, I voiced that many times in tribal council meetings. The councilman said he also is concerned about shootings and disappearances. This ain't Mexico, but it's happening here. It's It's... Alarming our elders, 80 years old, who don't feel safe here anymore. Customers across the U.S. who buy marijuana on the Internet likely don't realize the labor and sex trafficking they could be financially supporting, the police said. Yeah, that's something nobody wants to talk about. The sex trafficking that's involved in all of this with the Mexican cartels. Some of the marijuana being moved across the country is born on the back of, sl- of slave labor, said said uh, Seneca, the councilman, who also heads up the Northern California Regional Intelligence Center. Often the people brought in to do the labor are mistreated on illegal marijuana farms. In Mendocino County, someone dropped off a frightened 16-year-old girl from Mexico who didn't know where she was and didn't speak English at an illegal cannabis farm in Cavello months ago. 
The sheriff fears she was brought in to have sex with the workers, but his deputies found her first. That's exactly what she was dropped off there for. Other farm workers, including young men used, sex, used for sex and labor trafficking, weren't rescued in time. Some were forced to live in squalor without plumbing. Others ended up dead, and many are missing, the sheriff said. We have families who will never be able to know what happened to their children, Sheriff Kendall said. I'm not going to put up with it, <laughs> with my 21 deputies. <laughs> yeah. Point Area Lighthouse on the western side of Mendocino County looks out over the Pacific Ocean. This uh, whole marijuana industry is harming national forest, land, and wildlife. Armed illegal growers are also setting up operations on federal lands in national forests. Investigators have found trespass grows in 72 national forests in 21 states. That includes all of California's 18 national forests, said Murad Gabriel, a regional wildlife ecologist for the U.S. Forest Service who's based in the Emerald Triangle. An average of more than 2 million cannabis plants were eradicated on federal land from 2007 to 2019, more than a million of which was grown in California, Marod Gabriel said, who works for the U.S. Forestry. He's concerned about the unknown impact of dangerous chemicals, including ones used to kill rodents that are banned in the U.S. and have been used at, at some grow sites, including in Mendocino and the National Forest. They're definitely being smuggled in from Mexico. Nixo, a rescue dog, suffered an agonizing death in 2014 after being poisoned in Northern California. His owner, scientist Murad Gabriel, blames illegal marijuana growers trying to stop his research. <clears throat> Marud Gabriel worries about soil contamination and streams where supply Ron Valley, the Indian Reservation. They definitely are at risk of contamination is to occur. <clears throat> the scientist said in 2014, someone poisoned his beloved dog, uh, Nixo, again, who suffered an agonizing death, and he believes it was a scare tactic to stop his research. Gabriel helped connect the legal grows to the poisoning or shooting of spotted owls, fishers, bear, deer, and hawks. Growers at illegal sites sometimes cut down trees and also leave piles of trash and human waste near streams in the forest. They're toxic waste sites at California Assemblyman Jim Wood, a Democrat whose district includes the Emerald Triangle. They're damaging the water and damaging wildlife, and it's at a pretty large scale. Well, that's your party, Jim Wood, Democrat. Do something about it. <clears throat> They're, uh, in fiscal year 2019, more than 353,000 marijuana plants were eradicated from national forests in California and across the country, and officials confiscated $948 million worth of marijuana, uh, said U.S. Forest Service spokesman Jamie Henrichs. And in recent years, officials found large growers in national forests in California, Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Colorado, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Michigan, Montana, North Carolina, New Mexico, Nevada, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, Washington, and Wisconsin. The Mexican cartels are making... Uh, are plying their trade everywhere. Burns and explosions are another threat with illegal cannabis. A 56-year-old a man illegally made a form of pure THC in September caused an explosion in Mendocino County that killed him and burned his two grandchildren. Firefighters and three ambulances rushed to the overnight trailer park in the town of Ukiah, the county seat. 
the fireman said, the battalion chief, Justin Buckingham, said, I found three burn victims running around trying to find water, screaming and crying. Justin Buckingham, battalion chief, said, investigators say the man was making butane honey oil, a golden liquid extract from the cannabis stem, seeds and leaves using the same highly flammable gas found in grill, in grill lighters. The finished product, syrupy like honey, can contain nearly, nearly pure THC. A kilo of the wax formed when the extract solidifies has a street value of up to $39,000, the sheriff said. Drug users can heat, vaporize, and inhale the wax, a trend called dabbing, which has sent patients to emergency rooms with symptoms similar to pneumonia, according to case studies, including ones established or published in July in the National Library of Medicine. Doctors caution the long-term health effects aren't known yet. Most of these labs are legal. There are several steps to get a permit, including having a ventilation system, avoiding heat resources, and recycling the waste. The Ukiah explosion, which blew out the windows, caused second and third degree burns to a 12-year-old boy's arms and legs, said Lieutenant Andy Phillips of the Ukiah Police Department. An 8-year-old girl suffered first and second degree burns. The grandfather died several days later. There have been several similar explosions over the past few years, but none were fatal, the the lieutenant said. So what can be done? Veteran lawmen, including Cena and the Mendocino County Sheriff, are now favoring allowing marijuana federally as a way to cripple the illegal market. Results of a new Gallup polling uh, released in November showed 68% of Americans supporting legalizing marijuana federally. That's a record high. Jesus 911. We'll continue talking about the... uh, the ravaging of California by the Mexican cartels and marijuana. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Just uh, been sharing with you the way the marijuana industry and the Mexican cartels have been ravaging California, destroying the once uh, golden state, turning it into a narco state. And let me get into now. By the way, I wrote a book. It's called What's Wrong with Marijuana? 50 Questions and Answers. What's Wrong with Marijuana? If you want to get that book, go to my website, jessieromero.com. Go to my my, uh, store. What's Wrong with Marijuana? I'm the author of that book. I stand by it. Uh, everything that I've written there is like like a prophet is coming to pass. Everything I've said in that book is coming to pass, and uh, we're seeing that way. That we're seeing the hands of Satan behind this uh, this apparently uh, innocuous uh, drug. But still, the federal government has classified it a drug. It's still a drug under federal law. But I'll, I'll tell you what's the, the difference between alcohol and marijuana okay first of all thc is a dopamine inhibitor okay dopamine helps you feel good it helps relieve stress it fights against depression thc inhibits the dopamine from being being released dopamine that's the uh, the thc excuse me that's the psychoactive ingredient that causes intoxication in marijuana it makes people feel lazy, unambitious, unambitious. Marijuana is a disincentive drug. 
It's a real scourge on society. Marijuana stays in your system and is detectable in your bodily fluids for 1 to 30 days. If you use marijuana daily, it stays detectable in your system for 49 to 70 days. Now, alcohol. It stays in your system and it's able to be detected for about 6 to 72 hours. So your body starts expelling the alcohol almost immediately where the body, it hangs on to the, uh, to the ingredients of marijuana. They stay detectable in your body. Again, if somebody smokes it every day for up to 70 days. So it's like God has made the human body to expel alcohol almost immediately. Why? Because alcohol is licit if it's done in moderation according to the Old and New Testament. And so God has made the body, made it in such a way to start expelling uh, alcohol almost immediately. But since marijuana is a drug and it's foreign to the human body, God does not want us to be walking around intoxicated. It takes a long, weeks, weeks, uh, you know, it could even take up to over two months for your body to expel the all the detect, detectable marijuana. Some people will say, well, God made all plants and he said that it's good. So marijuana is a plant that God made. So it's got to be good, right? Plants are not all equal or healthy. For example, hemlock is a plant. God made hemlock, but it will kill you. Ask Socrates. Poison ivy is good but I would not use it for camouflage or body oil or as an herb. Nightshade is a plant. Nightshade is good, however, it's poisonous. Would it be okay to put some nightshade in a children's vitamin supplement? I don't think so. The poppy is a good flower. The morphine we extract used appropriately is good. However, morphine used addictively is bad. Don't swallow the false mantra of the Woodstock 60s where, 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 they, where they say, don't panic, it's organic. That's a half-truth. Some plants are not good or healthy, as I've just demonstrated. God made marijuana and plants in general so we could appreciate their aesthetic beauty and the wonders of nature. God didn't make marijuana with the specific intent of using it to numb our senses, uh, to destroy dopamine, destroy our brain cells. Marijuana has mind-altering properties. That's why they call it dope. It's classified as a drug, so when one uses marijuana for the specific purpose of getting high, this is a sin denounced by the Catechism and the Holy Bible. Now, I'm going to anticipate another argument. Somebody could say, well, if the government says it's legal, it's okay, right? Hey, legal does not equal moral. It was also legal in this country to own slaves. It, it, it's also legal in some places in this country to kill a baby in a mother's womb. It's legal to have a doctor kill you through euthanasia. It's legal for two men to get married. It's legal to produce pornography. You get the point? These are some things that are legal unto men, but an abomination unto God. Legalizing marijuana will not change the fact that it's not good for you and can cause spiritual, emotional, and even physical problems. Don't forget, some laws are bad, just like the examples I've provided. However, laws that prevent bad things are good laws. There are two ways to be fooled. One is to believe what isn't true. The other is to, is to refuse to believe what is true. 
And the Bible weighs in on this question about marijuana. 1 Corinthians 6.12, the Bible says, All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Close quote. What's my point? Mind-altering drugs are addictive and enslave you to sin. Oh yeah, they may be lawful according to 16 states, but are they helpful to you? No, they're not. They enslave you to sin. 1 Corinthians 10.23, the Bible says, all things are helpful, but not all things are help. All things are lawful, excuse me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not, not all things build me up. Close quote. So, though, mo- though, though smoking pot may be lawful in some states, ask yourself, is it going to help me become holier? Will it make your prayer life better and draw you closer to God? The answer is, of course not. 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. The Bible says, Be careful, but be careful that this right of yours in no way becomes a stumbling block to the weak. Close quote. So think about this passage. If you're an adult, and uh, the question, does smoking dope around your spouse and kids provide a bad example? Of course it does. It makes you look like a hedonist that needs to live with an altered mind, has no self-discipline and no desire to master your passions or to do penance and practice mortification. So here's the big one. Who's behind the major push for marijuana legalization? Well, the one who started this was billionaire George Soros. He was behind the major push for marijuana legalization. He's a Hungarian-American billionaire And philanthropist George Soros, he's no stranger when it comes to throwing around money, but the former hedge funder is making headlines over some major donations he's made to help legalize marijuana. Advocacy groups are leading the campaign to crush marijuana prohibition from coast to coast, and this old man, Soros, is helping line the pockets of those making that push. And now, as a result of what George Soros has done, now you have... The Mexican cartels that is, uh, you know, they they they've never been shy uh, when it comes to try to make an illegal dollar. So the Mexican cartels, where George Soros has pulled away and he's just let this thing, uh, you know, take a life of its own. Now you got the Mexican cartels basically are controlling it in California, and remember what happens in California happens throughout the country. Here's something very interesting. You know why we got so many pot smokers in this country? Because I read a study a while back ago from Newsmax Media, June 2008, which says liberals are five times more likely than conservatives to use marijuana and cocaine. That's why we got so many pot smokers. We got more liberals in this country, probably. People with malformed, misinformed, uninformed uh, moral conscience. Again, under federal law, it's still, it's still an illegal drug, but uh, Joe Biden's trying to change that. Trust me, he's going to do everything in his power to change it. The question is, is marijuana addictive? Of course it is. Joe Biden wants a, some research on that. Marijuana is the number one addiction of 65% of teenagers in the United States that are in drug rehab. And marijuana is a gateway drug to cocaine and methamphetamine. Marijuana harms the lungs faster than smoking cigarettes. So what's good about legalizing marijuana? Nothing. Let me give you some straight talk. 
Marijuana legalization means messed up minds. Marijuana legalization means messed up lives. Marijuana legalization means messed up families and even even, even that, a, a worse society. Is this the kind of culture you'd want? Don't buy the lie. Contrary to the common belief, marijuana can be addictive. Research suggests that 30% of users may develop some degree of problem of problem using it, which can lead to dependence and in severe cases takes the form of addiction. Bishop Fulton Sheen, just like the prophet that he is, he said back in the 70s, he gave up, he gave a lecture in the 70s and he warned us about the demon behind marijuana. His lecture is called A Voice from Calvary, Fulton Sheen. uh, He said that the demon Bacchus is a demon of marijuana who was sent to us in the 1970s from hell. We reject Bacchus, we renounce him and rebuke him in Jesus' name, go to the foot of the cross that he may do with you as he wills. Mother Mary, crush this demon under your immaculate feet. Yep, the whole promotion of marijuana is, is, as medicinal, it's diabolical. This is worldly wisdom. The Bible says that worldly wisdom comes from the devil in James 3.15. And the fact is, the devil has muddied the waters. This is the way he can legalize intoxication. Have doctors prescribe legal medical marijuana? What a brilliant plan. Only Satan could have thought of this one. My name is Jesse Romero. That's a wrap. The Jesus 911. Up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. And remember, we call ourselves Jesus 911. That's based on Psalm 69, verse 2. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. And today, remember, as Catholics... Today is the is the feast day of St. John the 23rd. Pray for us. We'll continue on Jesus 911, putting the spotlight of truth upon this culture of death, and we'll keep firing missiles of truth against the walls of lies. Hey, pray America great again. And remember, be a, be a saint. Don't miss the opportunity. Set yourselves apart from this corrupt generation. You weren't made to fit in. You were born to stand out. God bless you. Keep the faith. See you next time.